Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why will why not? And today's what is going to be a reading from the forums at baddragon.com. Now, Bad Dragon has been around for a long time, and you may have heard of them before, but I thought I haven't read it, so why not? Now, if you're not familiar with Bad Dragon, Bad Dragon is a website that is basically an online store that sells now not just your average sex toys. They sell uh, insertable toys, but not your vanilla dildos or even something like the rabbit or something like that. No, Bad Dragon is known for making dildos in the shape of mostly fantasy creatures. They have some that are maybe like a dog or a dolphin, unusual a dolphin. But for the most part, they sell dildos that are for fantasy creatures. So if you ever wanted to be penetrated by a dragon or some sort of alien bug monster or a griffin or a tentacle or a horse or a werewolf or whatever, this would be the place for you to go and buy such a device. Now, besides being a store, they have a very active community of people who are fans of the products. They line up to buy them. They're excited when new products are coming out and they give detailed reviews of the products. They post videos of themselves using the products. I don't recommend looking at those videos. They can be mildly jarring, but you might imagine it's people putting large items in their butts or vaginas. But, you know, these people are not shy and they love to talk about their uh, dragon dildos and that's what we're going to be reading about today, among other things. And so that's what this forum is about. It's basically people who like to penetrate themselves with fantasy creatures' phalluses. And there's also some vaginas. I don't want to pretend that there's not, but the majority are things you put inside yourself. So let's just get right into it. And what else is there to say? All right. So the first thing we'll read is from the Bad Dragons forums, subform sharing experiences in a thread started by Shioni, entitled Brackets, NSFW picks, female Cole, S slash five, czar M slash five, first order. And it goes like this. Hello, I really like reading these reviews. People write about their toys, so I thought I should contribute. This was actually the second order I put in. The first was for a surprise me sea dragon squirt, which I should be receiving in the mail later today. About me, I'm female, 25YO. Up until now, the biggest toy I owned was a Vixen Creations Lone Star Brackets, 6-inch usable length, 5.75-inch circumference. A strange note about me. I became experienced in anal sex before vaginal, and perhaps because of that, I often have an easier time getting off playing with toys in my rear than even eye-rollingly awesome G-spot stim. But regardless, I always need clitoral stimulation. Brackets, in fact, I just find it impossible to come while feeling intense pleasure from vaginal sex for some stupid reason. Just thought I'd mention that in case it influences how you interpret my review. Small Cole the Dane, in five firmness, bloodthirst color from the Halloween sale. This is the description of the items she's reviewing. Medium Czar the Carabos, in five firmness, candy corn color with a suction cup. Ordering 10 of 10, place order October 28th, shipped November 8th, received November 13th. Order was super easy to place, both toys were in stock and coupon applied automatically. Shipping 10 of 10, waiting time was within the two weeks for shipping and UPS ground from AZ to OK was easy and fast. Packaging 10 of 10, the box contained two toys and two sample discs, so the box was very dense and much heavier than you would expect for the size. It came in orange and black paper for Halloween. Rather than the usual purple that I've seen all over the forums, the toys arrived in perfect condition and no damage to the box. Cole, appearance 9 of 10. I chose the blood thirst color for this toy for two reasons. It was on sale for Halloween and I wanted a red toy if it was going to be canine. I would optimally have liked a toy with a different colored sheath on it, but for the sale price, I'm happy with it. In use vaginal, 8 of 10. 
A small toy in 5 firmness is fairly squishy, and I almost wonder if I would like it better in an 8. I believe the 5 was perfect for me and my boy, both on this toy. Looking at the toy, it felt really small, but in the use, the girth of the shaft is about the same as an average guy, and the knot of it took a bit of a stretch for me to pop in. This is my first knotted toy. The texture is matte and velvety. For me, it does take some extra lube to get it in, as I don't really sufficiently self-lubricate unless I'm very aroused. I love just looking at this toy. The short, girthy shaft and the knot are just so erotic to me. I chose it over the razor because the proportions just seem much more vaginal friendly. The tip looks very pointed, but in a 5 there is no discomfort at all. It could possibly cause an issue in a larger size or harder firmness, but I had no issue with the tip either vaginally or anally. In the end, this just wasn't the right shape to push on the right spot for me. I do really like the feel of the knot, but I'll be looking for a better toilet to fill this spot. In anal use, 10 of 10. Now, despite my previous statement, I don't get much action in the back door lately. I've never had a reason to stretch it out, but I have very little natural elasticity. (laughs) Now, despite my previous statement, I don't get much action in the back door lately. I've never had a reason to stretch out, and I have very little natural elasticity. The pointed tip of the coal makes it very easy to insert. You bump up against the knot very quickly. I've used it twice this way so far, and I'm as of yet unable to knot this way. When my mate came home from work the day the toys arrived, I immediately brought him into the bedroom to introduce him to Cole. Even for him, it took a fairly large amount of pressure to knot him. But boy, did he look happy when it popped in. After a couple of uses, I did decide that the Cole works better as a butt plug than a vaginal toy. And for how tight we are, it really won't work for thrusting. For now, I just enjoy sitting on it. Feeling the knot trying to stretch my ring and hopefully soon I'll be able to take it, heart emoticon, we're certainly not the one or two fingers kind of anal adventure beginners. But as far as BD toys are concerned, looks like we've got a long way to go. Smiley face emoticon. Czar. I really, really wanted a candy corn cock and did not want the coal, which I also really wanted in funky colors. I took a look through all the toys and almost went with a tentacle, but I want to get in... (laughs) Okay. But I want to get that in a three, not in a five. So I ended up settling on the Czar design because we have a thing for gigantic bug monsters, X3. There were no small candy corn czars left at that time, though. So I just shrugged and clicked the medium into my cart. Appearance feel, 11 out of 10. I will tell you right away that choosing this toy was probably at least 80% due to the fact that I liked the way the candy corn coloration looked on a giant alien bug cock. Heart emoticon. I'm very happy with the colors on this toy, along with the fact that the color was on sale for Halloween so they didn't have to pay for custom striping to get it. I knew before I even clicked the button to add it to my cart that I would in no way be able to take it completely when I received it. The biggest toy I owned prior to this had been 5.25 inches circumference. Even the head of this monster is bigger than that. And that's not even thinking about taking the knot. Disregarding the fact that it doesn't fit more than the top part into my vagina, a 5 for this toy feels just right for comfort. You can still feel all the nubs, but there's nothing rough about it. I really love the aesthetics of the czar shape. I do have a bit of a thing for bug monsters, and this fit the bill quite well. I really wish that I could take the knot, because the spines along the base, quite soft to the touch, look lovely to grind on. I fully intend to play with this toy until one day it just pops in like my coal and fills me up all the way. Heart emoticon. In vaginal use, I looked at the measurements and knew quite well what I was getting into when I ordered the medium czar. I was actually surprised that it didn't take too much effort to get the top part of the shaft in me, and I had a great time riding on it and grinding against the knot. Feeling that stretch let me know that I'm nowhere near close to taking him yet. I did knot my small coal before taking him, which stretched me a little as it is about the same circumference as the head of the czar. I do hope to use it fully someday, but may end up buying a small in the meantime just because I love the design so much. 
Zara is a toy that is well proportioned for the female body. However, for most women out there, I would definitely recommend going with a small size because of the incredible girth of his knot. Regardless, the top part of the shaft is still a lot of fun to ride, and I think the design is beautiful. I definitely think 5 is a good firmness for this medium toy. I would probably buy it again even knowing so well what I know now that it doesn't fit in me. I plan to keep on grinding on that huge knot until I can get it in. Heart emoticon. In use anal, not applicable. Seeing as how I can't even knot my small coal, I wouldn't even be able to start getting the head of this delicious candy monster in there. XD. Bonus DP. Holy fuck. Out of 10. I sure can't knot either of these toys, but oh man. Heart 3-3. Grinding on both these knots and feeling that first tinge of discomfort as they push against me was a million times better than either of them alone. Overall, I probably could have chosen a little better for my first toys, but I'm very pleased with the quality of the ones I received. If anyone has any suggestions for me on what I should go for next, I'd love to hear them. Oh, and I did take some quote-unquote in-use pictures as well, but I'm not sure if anyone here really wants to see my chubby self. Ha ha! And for the curious, there are photos of the items in use although I don't recommend seeing them. Unless you're into it. No judgments. And moving on, we'll go to a new thread in the Bad Dragons Forum subform general discussions in a thread started by Andrew Demon, entitled, Where Do You Hide Your Toys? And it goes like this. Mine is going into an old Xbox system case. I took everything out, I just screw it shut, and no one will know. It will sit in my closet right and open. I even made a switch for fan and lights. And Sarge writes, I have a cock cabinet. It's right next to my computer. And Katsumi adds, I keep my toys hidden in a locked 8-gallon tub in the corner of my room that is blocked by several other things so you hardly notice it. And Black Sheep adds, I've got them in a clear Sterlite box at the end of my bed. Yeah, they're not really hidden. But the people in my house are aware that I have slash make dildos, so if they happen to open it, their horror is their own fault. And Volk writes, ammunition can with a padlock on it beside my desk. And Sukita writes, I have a chest of drawers dedicated to dildos and vibrators. And ice kitten ads, I keep all mine in a plastic tub in the closet. My mom knows I have them though, so it doesn't really matter, and she's the only nosy person in the house. My dad doesn't go through my stuff, so a lock isn't necessary. And just some guy ads, I've been making some hollow books recently. As soon as I find some large enough, I might sell some on the trade everything thread. And Kit Fox adds, Mine are cleverly hidden in a drawer of my dresser with a single piece of blue fabric covering them. Until I got said fabric from Camille, when I got my Fennec, they weren't even covered. But no one comes down into my room, so I'm not really worried. XD. And Drakenmensch writes, I'm single, so I don't exactly need to hide, but I have a shelf in my closet where I stash them. And yes, the irony of a gay guy hiding his sex toys in the closet is not lost on me. Grinning emoticon. And Safi Rian writes, Right now they're wrapped in some cotton and stuffed in a cotton bag that I made. Then stuck brackets mostly under a fedora hat that I never wear because it's too small. My cum lube is hidden in plain sight. I just peeled away the label, marked it with two X's and nail polish, brackets opposite size of the bottle, so no matter which way it faces you can see a marking, and stuck it with my lotions. And Blade Jeter writes, I live alone, so they're all over my bathroom. When I have company, I toss them all in the bathtub and close the shower curtain. If they look inside, it's their own fault slash problem. And Silent Raven adds, The few I have are stashed in a few spots. 
some in a little bedside table, some in my dresser. Chico is the only thing out in the open at the moment, but that's only because my mom isn't here. I've been thinking of buying and decorating something specifically for them, since I have an order of four I'm waiting on. Running out of hiding spots! Bugged out eyes emoticon. And mystic machine ads. Two places right now. One is the top drawer of this chest of drawers right next to my bed. Nor really well hidden, but I moved all of my beady toys there just to be easier to reach. The rest, that is, the old ones, all reside in a wooden chest I made in woodworking class when I was like 16. Has a lock on it and everything. Considering getting one of those big fancy wooden chests, if I can ever find one locally. And velvet dark ads. Under my hard drives, which are wrapped in a bathrobe inside my emergency escape chest in the middle of my room. And horny unicorn ads. Currently in my underwear drawer because anyone that goes through that is a pervert and I can call them out on it. What person in their right mind would go through someone else's panties anyway? The only person who knows their location is my husband and that's because he sees me take them out to use them. I really need to get some kind of case or box for them though. Not enough room in my underwear drawer for panties and cocks. My dream is to get some nice fancy wooden chest that looks like a pirate booty's chest. <laughs> My dream is to get some nice, fancy wooden chest that looks like a pirate booty treasure chest, or chest you would find in a video game fantasy dungeon. And that thread goes on for 12 entire pages of people discussing where they hide their dildos. And so we'll move on from that thread to something in the board index off-topic subforum, subforum adult off-topic, in a thread started by White Wolf 1990 entitled Increasing Seminal Load, and it goes like this. Hi guys, I was wondering if anyone had any methods to increase the amount you come, XD. I have a partner who loves being come on slash in slash around, brackets, he can't get enough, smiling emoticon. So I was wondering if you guys had any ideas to help me come more. The only real method I've found that makes any noticeable difference is not ejaculating for a long time, then having a lot of foreplay to get really aroused. I was thinking of ordering one of those over-the-internet pills to try to increase it, but I'm not sure on whether I can trust them or not. Anyone ever tried them? If so, what brand? Help guys? Brackets. Also first posts. X underscore X. And Willow adds, well, if pills are the route you want to go, I suppose quantum pills could help. Not evaluate by the FDA, but when's the last time they've done their job anyway? Then you could just really take the herbs they use to make those pills. L-arginine, L-alcine, zinc, ginkgo, biloba, ginseng, and horny goat weed. I'm not sure on this, but celery might make I'm not sure on this, but celery might help produce quantity. But again, you'd have to eat a lot of it to get a noticeable effect. There was another pills I had heard of, but I can't recall the name at this time. And White Wolf 99 replies, Haha, thanks, I might look into that. I'll definitely post the results if I get a noticeable increase. Thought I probably won't be able to order for a few weeks. I was just wondering if those pills actually work or not is all. I see a lot of claiming up to five times increased volume, which seems a bit suspect to me. And someone has posted a screenshot from 4chan, which says, Here you go, my friend. I give you the holy grail. Buy some L-arginine soy lechin granules and some zinc with added selenium. You can buy these from online shops like Healthy Direct. The problem with L-arginine is that it gives you stomach cramps. A bottle of L-Arginine pills will usually say to take six of them a day to reach the RDA, brackets, but only. Take one or two pills, pull them apart so the Arginine powder comes out and mix it with a pot of yogurt and do that twice daily. After a week of doing this alone, fapping will feel incredible. Brackets, your dick will feel tinkly, and your cum shots will be slightly larger. Taking the zinc, brackets, don't go over the RDA, alone will make you secrete much more prostatic fluid and make your cum thicker and, again, slightly more voluminous. Taking the lecithin will increase the amount you cum a lot. This makes your seminal vesicles feel full. I had a heaping teaspoon of lectin granules with the arginine in the yogurt. Eating celery doesn't increase the amount, but makes your cum pearly white. All this for a week in combination with keeping hydrated will easily 
get you to the holy grail of 10 milliliters of spunk. The average amount of adult male cum is between 2 to 5 milliliters. You need to do kegel exercises too. Not to increase your cum, but to have enough muscle power to shoot it all out. Rather than cumming a lot and having it dribble out over the course of a couple of minutes, taking the lecithin and keeping hydrated is necessary for making your cum more watery. And the more watery it is, the more you'll shoot and the more it'll go everywhere. Which makes your cum shot look larger rather than cumming in thick globs. And they add underneath that photo, you're welcome, winking emoticon. Brackets, I knew saving those images would come in handy. And Red Dragon 189 writes, I give a word of caution. The L-Arginine can cause fever blisters or HSV outbreaks since it's the compound the virus feeds on. Found that out doing research for a condition my dad has that L-Arginine is supposed to help with. And Three Fingers adds, I've seen this before and tried it for quite some time. It increased my output to 12 milliliters per orgasm. I was on the exact regimen for almost two years. It has left me with a permanent increase of output as I now put out about 9 to 10 milliliters per orgasm. Not only that, but I drip like a fucking faucet before I orgasm now. And FuzzyFox98 writes, This sounds awesome. I want to do this, grinning emoticon. What exactly were you taking? And Togenberg writes, The pills we sell at my store are Max Load and Explosion, and I've heard good reviews from customers, but nothing quite so methodical. I've also heard that if you take it daily for about a week or so, it makes peeing very satisfying. The two have pretty similar ingredients, although it's worth noting that Max Load has L-Arginine, but Explosion does not. And Yinzo adds, I'm trying this experiment as well. I'm on my fourth day. Instead of PGM, I found a quote-unquote prostate formula at Walmart, and it contains the same amount of PGM as well as a few other things that are compatible with the arginine, lectin, and zinc. So far, four days in, it no longer takes applying pressure to pee. I just, just pee now. And I already release two to three times more pre-cum. Nothing on ejaculations yet. And first three cats. There is something you can take called, quote-unquote, the ropes. The main ingredient to increase overall sperm count is called serogen. Most porn companies have their male stars use this to make those massive loads they spill all over the place. It's very potent and will usually work within a couple of days. One drawback, though, is if you take it, then you will need to come within 24 hours or risk a wet dream. LOL. Just saying. And Antonari writes... I have a question about a comment on one of the formulas. The comment was made by the poster that one of the formulas, that after being on the PGM for five straight weeks, that he leaked pre-cum like a faucet. Has anyone had this result? Was it just when they were aroused, or was it all the time? I could see the awkwardness of having a wet spot in the front of your pants. And Cranix adds, It's only when you're aroused. LOL. You don't have to worry about random wet spots, and yes, it does increase your amount greatly, but it requires you taking it every single day for at least a month. I've been taking it for over a year now, and before I didn't pre-cum at all. Now I can use my mare with no lube at all when I'm worked up because of how drippy I get. Also, I don't know about taste, but it seems like the zinc makes cum have a much stronger smell. It may not be something some folks like, but I have no problem with it. Being the cum weirdo that I am, I kind of like it. Don't worry about the goat weed. Don't worry about the goat weed. Only thing it'll give you when combined with everything else is stomach cramps unless you eat a Thanksgiving-sized meal every time you take it. As with everything else, I gave it a two-week run. Stick to the quote-unquote holy store grail in the pick Jedi linked. I've tried all the supplement combinations and it really does work best. I'll look into this explosion stuff, but that may not be until after the holidays. And White Dragon adds... It's been five days and I have noticed an increase in load volume and staying harder longer afterwards. And once week two is over, I will start taking some twice a day. The ones that recommended it, L-Arginine and Lectin. Happy with the results so far. XDD. And this thread goes on. And this thread goes on for 17 pages with people reporting in the amount that they're 
ejaculating in some very strict and stringent tests. But we'll move on from there into a new thread in the Born Index subform off-topic, subform adult off-topic, in a thread by Hyena Glitter, entitled Impregnation slash Pregnancy slash Birthing Fetish. And it goes like this. Just wondering, who else is into one brackets, or some of these, and especially whether and how they enact them. For me, I have always had a major internal coming fetish and love cream pies. I also like animal birthing art and videos and enjoy that stuff ever since I saw it on Discovery, back before I had a computer to search for porn on. Lately, I have also been more turned on by the pregnancy aspect as well, and videos where pregnant women get cummed in. Me and my partner have always liked role-playing and acting out our fantasies, so we've done some stuffing plushies up in me, and then he has sex with me while I push them out one by one, like I am giving birth while he knocks me up again. And I can't wait to load him up with my plush pups too. We've been wanting to fill a condom with water and put it in me so he can pop it like my water broke and have been thinking of trying to stuff my shirt with a plushie or pillows or something, though we haven't done that yet. Does anyone else have these fetishes? Any other ideas for ways to bring our fantasies to life? Gonna upload some images and pics will be coming before too long. Feel free to add to the thread. And the image... What... What am I looking at? Uh, and the images are are like some furry art of anthropomorphized animals having sex with each other. And all, uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know if I can do justice to describing these. That appears to be some sort of a unicorn with some sort of lizard tail coming out of its. I'm assuming vagina. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway. And Y5M5 ads. I also have a thing for cream pies. Not something I get to enact nearly as much as I'd like to for fear of pregnancy. As a man, coming inside of a woman is one of the most satisfying things I can do. One of the reasons I love anal so much is because I can really savor the feeling without the slight remorse. There are few things as hot as seeing my cum oozing out of a freshly fucked orifice. Makes for good lubricant as well. I have had a pregnancy fetish for quite a long time. It's kind of strange since I have no real interest in having children at any point in my life. There's something extremely arousing about a pregnant woman dripping with man juice. This is something I'm unlikely to live out. Kind of disappointing. I don't think fathering a child is worth this experience. I have yet to find any pregnant woman on FetLife looking for quote-unquote play partners, so that isn't an option either. I think your water-filled condom idea is fantastic. Just gotta find a way to pop it mid-penetration. That would be extremely hot. The warm water rushing out all over the two of you. Only concern is that water, well, watery, tends to wash away whatever natural juices might be present. Sounds like something I want to try in the future. The closest thing to birthing was multi Multiple ping pong ball insertion. They kind of look like eggs. Lots of fun filling my now ex-partner with them and having sex with her while they were inside. Watching them come out was a lot of fun too. Now you've gotten me all worked up. And Michael adds, that's a big one for me too. I just love getting filled with shot after shot of cum. Barbie, I were even talking about me having the kids when slash if we have them. It's just such a turn-on, and I have no idea why. Hell, every time I play Corruption of Champions, all I do is take the fertility perk and run around getting pregnant and having children. And Chickadee writes, I have this fetish real hard. When I come, I have to think about being impregnated. Honestly, only way I can. I've watched both furry and human porn with pregnant females, and it's really hot for me. I also fantasize about being filled with eggs and then laying them. I haven't found any insertables that are close enough to eggs yet that I feel safe inserting, but when I find them, I will never come out of my bed bedroom. Oh wow, flashback. I remember just now being like 10 years old and taking chicken eggs and making a little nest and laying on them. And Fetish X Furry writes, 
Being a male, it's kind of weird, but I have taken a chicken egg and put it up there because I have found I love any anal stimulation. And I got the egg up all the way and out with no issues, so I think you can do the same thing as well and with more as well. Just be sure to take many pics when you do this, please. Heart emoticon. Oh, and cum lube will make it seem like some creature filled you with the eggs and it would add some realism to it as well. And Roxy adds, I have more of a fetish of being with a person during this stuff, as opposed to it being me. I enjoy watching a girl get pumped with cream pies, knowing she will get... Knowing she will get pregnant from someone. I like the female form during pregnancy too. No clue why. And I find it sexy. The lactation stage I've been searching for badly. Always enjoyed the thought of nursing and the bonding behind it. Wish I could find that from a partner. And Dragon Pen writes, A pregnant woman is sexy in my opinion. Not sure why. I also got a lactation fetish. I would love to just latch on and suckle while pounding a pregnant woman. And Dragon Girl Heart Emoticon writes, Well, I don't have any preggy fantasies, brackets, although laying eggs sounds interesting, but I thought I'd throw my two cents in on the water-breaking thing. I wouldn't use a condom because they are built to be extremely durable. So unless it's super stretched with water, brackets, which would make it hard to near impossible to insert, it would probably just leak when poked, like you have bladder problems, rather than pop like water-breaking. I have an idea. You might try buying good quality water balloons. Lube up inside and out. Take one and insert a little until you just get the... This is absurd. Lube up inside and out. Take one and insert it a little until just the neck is sticking out. Brackets while it's empty. Have your partner carefully fill it with a straw or syringe until it's full. Tie off. Then gently push it further up the vag or wherever. With a fragility of water balloons, the intensity of your sex should pop it without having to pause and poke. Start slowly and then bam. If you try the water balloon idea, make sure the remains come out afterwards and check to make sure all the pieces are there. You really don't want to be explaining that one to a doctor. And Roxy replies, Sounds like an excellent idea, actually. I wouldn't advise filling it internally since the quantity of water would be reduced by comparison. But that's preference. You might also want to search for the better quality balloons before experimenting to prevent issues. I'd try to find ones that pop easily but won't fracture into multiple pieces. Great idea, though. I like it. Might try it for a different reason sometime. Smiling face emoticon. And Shishka Wolf adds, I can officially say... My mate and I are breeding and trying to get impregnated. Smiley face emoticon. Wish us luck. Heart emoticon. And Michael adds, Good luck. Going to take some pictures and videos for us, I hope. Winking emoticon. And finally, from the Bad Dragon Forums, we'll read a thread back in the Bad Dragon Forums subforum general discussion in a thread by Asilidae entitled, How awesome did you feel when you first took the knot? Now, the knot, if you don't know, is at the base of a dog penis. There's sort of a a lump. I'm not going to go into the physical description of it, but it's some sort of thing you have to get past. I don't know if that allows the dog to lock in or whatever, but um, a lot of these dildos, uh, these dragon devices, have a lump that you have to sort of work past if you want to really take the entire thing into you. And so that's what these guys are talking about. And it goes like this. I just got my medium David, and I was intimidated at first, but I worked hard to fit the knot in within three days. When I finally got it in, I had the best feeling of accomplishment, among other things. Smiling emoticon. How did you all feel when you first got past that threshold? And Dragon Wolf writes, Taking larger sizes or a large knot always feels amazing. Grinning emoticon. And... Seclo writes, no comment yet. First knotted toy I got was a medium bruiser, and he's too big past that last ridge for me, so not got to knot him yet. Frustrated emoticon. 
And Sigma Space writes, My large Eldon was the first big knot I ever managed to take, and I'm pretty sure I saw stars. That was one hell of a head rush. And Flash Future writes, Ugh, I have yet to buy a knotted toy. I promise, my next toy will be knotted. And Animal Pun writes, It took me a few good days to work up to the knot on my czar. Brackets, why oh why did I choose such a thick toy to be my first? But when I finally popped in, the feeling was simply brilliant. I then spent the rest of the day feeling utterly fierce because the sense of accomplishment was so great. And Srika writes, My first toy was a sea dragon, and it wasn't too exciting knotting that. It kept slipping out unless I held it in. Now my medium Eldon, that was something to be proud of. The knot on that thing is huge. And once you get it in, it stays in. It took me a few days to get it in, but it was awesome. And horny unicorn ads. For me, it was more of a mental thing than a physical thing when I finally took a knotted toy. Quote unquote, that's it? Yeah, that feels great, but not earth shattering like some people have described. I was just happy that I could finally manage to stuff a whole toy in. And Asilidae adds, I use it almost every night now. I'd be pissed if I lost my ability to take it. When I popped it in, I was like, wow. Then I immediately was like, I want bigger. It's like an addiction. And Noodle 23 adds, Not at a small coal, which was my first toy. Came twice, even though the thing was jabbing my cervix pretty bad. Beyond awesome. And Epsilon writes, My first big knot, besides my sea dragon, was my L bruiser. When you get down to the part of the knot and the entire thing slips in, is orgasmic. I wish I could do the same with my XL bruiser, but it has proven impossible to get it past a certain point in terms of depth. I've tried everything, different positions, more lube, and a fair amount of force. Nothing has worked, which kind of sucks. With my L chance eventually coming, I hope that'll make things possible. And in the final post in this thread, Grim writes, Large chance is even worse to get around the bend. You'll need a long, thin toy to, quote-unquote, open up the way. An inch and a half thick, 15 inches long, double dong did the trick for me. Once that part is properly lubed up, you can use larger toys. Okay, well, what did you think about Bad Dragon form? This is a form that I had held off doing for so long because I know it has been explored. But then I realized maybe it hasn't been explored by you. And then I realized I was just being an internet nerd. Because certainly, not everybody knows about Bad Dragon. Do they? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, ages, in fact. (laughs) I'm being an idiot. Anyway, so, what do we think about Bad Dragon? You know, I didn't really want to get into too much reading about the actual dildo descriptions because, I mean, there's only so much ground you can cover there. And a lot of it is people's just photos of their pride and joy of having these dildos and describing the, uh, what they do with them and posting pictures of them doing stuff like that. You don't want a podcast of me just describing pictures that I find un- uh, repellent. No, they're not. They're just, you know, they're like every other person putting a thing inside them, video or photo, except... Uh, you know, an oddly shaped one. I do remember there was a, a website that was selling um, very weird, like, a crucifix-shaped dildos and, like, a little baby Jesus like butt plug and all this other weird stuff. I forget what that was. I will have to look it up. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, just your run-of-the-mill, putting stuff up inside your stuff. Um, I didn't, I wish, I kind of wish I had found a good post about the people having sex with the sea dragon vaginas because um, they are an interesting thing I mean, no no different than a uh, a fleshlight except fleshlight orifices tend to be human shaped anyway so bad dragon if it's not too late for Christmas get your orders in uh, <laughs> I don't have it on my official wish list but boy 
surprise squirt sea dragon. Hubba hubba. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you didn't think it was too long or miserable. Lou Reed's news. I've been sick for two weeks with um, pretty annoying bronchitis. I'm kind of on the other side of it now. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It's almost over, I'm hoping. Although yesterday I developed like a mysterious super sore throat that I was able to battle with some uh, homemade homeopathic lemon ginger honey tea thing that I learned about on the internet and that really no joke it helped a lot (laughs) basically just mainlining tea into my throat for four hours and my sore throat went away so maybe I'll post a link to that on the blog because it was amazing yeah so that was lucky because I had to go record voiceovers today and the voiceover job I had to do today was recording for the daily which is uh, basically recording commercials and spots for Rupert Murdoch's The Daily. Now, I hope you don't find that as offensive as the stuff you heard about earlier, but what can I do? Uh, Also, my computer completely imploded, and the never-ending whining section of the podcast where I complain about my technology, I had to reinstall my operating system, and I thought this one piece of hardware I had was broken, and it just turned out that my computer just wasn't giving it power because it was so screwed up. Uh, I ended up buying $500 Pro Tools set up, and, you know... That's a great thing to do for yourself right before Christmas. Sorry, kids. Daddy has a podcast to keep recording. Yeah, but everything is uh, back on track, so it seems. I may have other big news coming up, but uh, that that's on lockdown. What are you going to do? Teasing the secrets. No one has contacted me this year about having me record stuff for them for uh, Christmas presents. I'm still open for doing that. If you're interested, I will record um, your answering machine messages or record stuff for your loved ones. Or if you find a forum you want a specific thing read from, I will read that for your friends and family. In the past, I have done stuff from Juggalo forums and foot sniffing forums and other things. And eventually I just post them on the podcast as well. But for a while, they're just a secret present between you and your loved one or yourself. Self-love is nothing to be ashamed of. Um, and, uh, yeah. So if you're interested in doing that, please let me know. I'll be happy to, uh, sit down and record something absurd for you or serious for you. Uh, I had plans for other things for gifts and giveaways, but they all fell through mostly due to my complete space casiness as of late and, uh, some lack of harassing people for artwork. (laughs) Uh, but you know, that's the problem is when you're not a talented artist and you want things for free, the only thing you can do is constantly browbeat your artistic friends for free stuff until they stop responding to your emails. Um, yeah, so uh, that, I think, is going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads. This is officially, I believe, the 100th episode. We're just going to call it that. The 100th episode of Lou Reads. I am saving the end to say it because uh just not into... That kind of thing. I was going to make a bigger deal about it, but whatever. Sigh. I've also been wasting time making terrible Christmas music and posting it uh, for the Something Awful Christmas album. I have another terrible song that I will share with you uh, on Facebook. I'm not going to ruin this podcast by jamming it on the end. But uh, if you're interested in hearing my terrible Christmas songs, check out Facebook in a couple of days. We're almost done. Just want to say once again, thanks for everyone who's been writing reviews on iTunes and liking the Facebook page. Uh, and you can never do that enough. If you haven't, please go to iTunes or wherever you have the capability to vote. Um, just write, I like Lou Reads on a piece of paper and put it under your neighbor's door. Do those kind of things. And soon enough, people will be telling you to leave your building. But seriously, thank you so much for doing those things. I love when I make a post on Facebook and see all the people who've seen it and 
You know, we're approaching 150 reviews on iTunes and can't thank you guys enough. You know, close to 2,000 people listen to this podcast every month. It's a small fraction of you are actually voting on, <laughs> on iTunes. Um, is it because you hate iTunes? I'm sorry if that's the case. Anyway, thanks again. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for You. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.